I'm, I'm learning. I'm finding out that every day is a learning experience. And you can resent what's happening to you or you can grow with what's happening to you. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, somebody's talking about me. Isn't that awful? Hallelujah. I often say, do you know, Brother Elder, so-and-so's talking about you. I, I don't normally say this to you, but I think, well, at least they're letting somebody else rest. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Young young people have feelings that stick out about three miles. You know, so. Hallelujah. And... Uh, you need to get past your feelings and find out what this is all about and learn how to grow. Woo. I preached hard to Brother Dudley's church Sunday night. I didn't go over there kissing and loving. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Dudley told his church, said, okay. Brother Elders challenged this whole church to move up in the Spirit of God and the Holy Ghost. He said, I think we need to meet the challenge. Praise God. I've been challenging you too. I've been preaching on the power of one. I've been preaching on the invisible powers. Some of you still ain't caught on. You're still complaining. Instead of finding out what the invisible powers is doing with your life. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I'm not going to turn around, church. I refuse to come back down and sit in the nest you're laying in. Praise God. Ever since God took me to Thailand and Vietnam, I'm a different human being. And if God allows me to go back over there this year, I'm going to be even a much different human being by the time I get there because... You got to know. You can't believe. You got to know. Faith is now. I preach to you the things that God has prepared. Some of you are always thinking He's going to prepare it. Some of you thinking He's always going to do it. Some of you thinking He will. And that's the reason why you have not, because He never did. But He said, the things that God has prepared which means they're already ready. They're already ready. When you're going to receive them and take them. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, I'm just going to read one verse and let you sit down tonight. Don't intend to hold you over three hours. Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know who that was, but at least they said praise the Lord. So, Praise God. Job, the first chapter, verse 1. There was a man in the land of us whose name was Job. That man was perfect. Everybody say perfect. Upright. One that feared God. And didn't do nothing evil. That's what a shoot means. He didn't do anything evil. Praise God. 
verse 6. Now there was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Praise God. And the Lord said to Satan, Whence comest thou? And Satan answered the Lord and said, Oh, I'm just trying to see which one of these I can stalk. Well, the Lord said, Let me help you. Have you considered my servant Job? <laughs> Praise God. For a little while tonight, I'm going to talk on victory is the order of this time of testing. Victory is the order of this time of testing. Hallelujah. I've heard a whole lot of stories about how bad and hard you're going through it. young saint tell me I'm telling you I ain't quitting this church and I'm telling you that I am so happy I'm in this church and I never felt this good but I noticed they're not here tonight you gotta get past the flesh man you gotta hammer the flesh into submission I didn't say talk it I said hammer it into submission You got to hammer that flesh into submission. You don't talk it into submission, it'll talk you out of it. Praise God, praise God. You can be seated. Hallelujah. The Bible starts out with Job is a perfect, upright man that fears God, has great admiration, respect, for God. That's what that fear means. I'm glad you said amen. I was looking for you. I just happened to think I didn't see that shine. I mean, Brother Cheney tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> I want you to know that it said that he was upright and he feared God. God wouldn't pick on nobody perfect, would he? Anybody believe Jesus Christ was perfect? And it pleased him to bruise him. You won't hear this over at the Charismatic Church. All you'll hear over there is wonderful, 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 love, love, love. Jump and shout. And they don't even know what they're jumping and shouting about. <laughs> Praise God. I thank God He's pulled some of you out of there. I pray God just empty that thing out I, 
been telling God put the serious ones in here. Yeah. I don't want I, I don't want those fluty tooty things over there. There's a whole lot of business people go to that church and there's one reason why. They can put their money in there and be something. And they don't have to live for God at all. <laughs> Won't work here. It just don't work here. We're only interested in going to heaven over here. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, he's, I want to tell you this tonight, and I think you probably ought to write yourself down some notes or else I'm not sure how good this would be for to take home on a tape and listen to, but, but <clears throat> when faith is challenged, it reveals power and victory. Praise God. No challenge, no victory. No challenge, no power. Praise God. Us young boys and young men used to live by challenges. Some of us. There's a lot of young men and boys that stand back and stay out of the challenge. They they know something's going to get rough and tough. Praise God. And they just kind of stay back out of it. But I was one of those boys that just never could stay out of it. I always had to be involved. Praise God. I was one of the first ones to dive off of the towers. And I was telling some men in this church the other day, I don't know, Brother... Uh, Mike, if it was you or not, but telling them how when I was a little bitty thing, seven, eight years old, we used to jump on my Aunt Gladys's uh, gutter on her barn and slide down that gutter to the ground from the top of the barn. Well, you know, little boys that age, they don't know that those gutters are hanging up there by two screws. And <clears throat> Praise God. And uh, as far as I know, it never did turn loose on us. And I've often wondered how we kept from killing ourselves. You know, praise God. Always taking on a challenge. Uh, uh, had a kid one time challenge me. said, you can't throw that knife and stick it in that chicken. And I was pretty good at throwing knives. And... I throwed that knife and it stuck in the back end of that chicken clear up to the hilt. <laughs> Praise God. And it was my new knife and I was proud of it and I was not expecting what was going to happen and that chicken started squawking so loud everybody in the neighborhood was wondering what was wrong with that chicken. And it was running all over the place and I was running all over the place trying to get my knife back. And after I got my knife back, I ran some more and got out of there. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Always taking on a challenge. 
Praise God. And so today, God, I'm ready to take on a challenge. A challenge of pastoring twice as many people as what's in here tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. You cannot know, uh, I, was, I was talking to Brother Beachy today, and he, you know, Brother Beachy, there's, an, there's a spirit about driving trucks. I don't know if you know that or not. I keep hoping, keep hoping it don't get a hold of you boys too much. Praise God. Hallelujah. But there's a spirit, you know, shifting those gears and listening to those pipes talk to you. And, <clears throat> praise God. And I was listening to Brother Beachy talk about coming down in that first key hole today. Praise God. And I was thinking, boy, it's been a long time since I've done that. That's a trick, putting that big old truck in gear and never touching that clutch. Praise God. And uh, it's a challenge moving 80 tons down the road at 75 miles an hour. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I'm telling you. But God has got even greater challenges for us. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And so God is going to challenge us in the spirit. Somebody says, why do we go through these things? God is going to check you out to see if what He's given you, if it works. That new little Jeep I bought. I would probably not have bought that Jeep if I'd have paid attention. Because when I bought it, I just wanted a plain old simple Jeep. And when I got home, I got to paying attention to what I bought. And that thing's got more bells and whistles on it than my Mercury does. Yeah. <laughs> Praise God. But that little old Jeep boy, just run off, leave that Mercury at a stop sign. Praise God. I mean, it'll just flat get it on. And it's got a small engine in it. <clears throat> Power. I like power. I like power. Oh, if I had the money, I'd trade my boat in. I'd get me one with a 250 Merc Max. Why is that, Brother Elder? I like to, I like to throw that rooster tail behind that boat about 75 yards back there. And watch that boat kick up and jump across them waves and hit the water about every 20 feet. <laughs> Praise God. I like that. No, no stop signs, no speed signs, no nothing. Just flat getting it on. Praise God. Power. I like power. Praise God. Don't you boys go out and try that. You'll flip that boat upside down. I, ha 
I chickened out. I know another guy that was driving that can't remember what it was now. We was driving it had two hundred and some twenty five horse on it. And he had it up to ninety miles an hour. He said, You had it up to ninety miles an hour yet? And I said, Nope. He said, Why? I said, I chickened out at seventy five. Yeah. Praise God. Because if you turn that steering wheel just a little bit quick at 75 miles an hour, instead of you riding in the boat, the boat's riding on you. Praise God. And uh, I was beginning to realize there's not nothing left now of this boat in the water except the propeller. Praise God. And I better be careful with the stern how I move it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What are you talking about, Brother Elder? Power. I'm talking about power. Hey, none of you boys, don't you try none of this stuff because you'll kill yourself and whoever's in the boat. Took me a long time to figure out how to drive one like that. Praise God. I want to tell you I like power. Brother Jack Kerker, when he was young, he, he used to take a motorbike, and, and I'll never forget there was a boy come to this church and he'd learned how to ride a bike and he thought he'd just give Brother Kirker a fit. Mm. And so they got them motorbikes out and they took off down 4th Street and Brother Kirker pulled the front wheel of that bike up and it never even touched the ground for over a half a block. And he just left that kid. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. You do that, Brother Elder? No. Not me. Praise God. No, not me. The last time I rode a motorbike, it was around a fire plug. The fire plug won. Praise God. I'm talking about power. How many of you want power with God? exceeding power. Do you think the devil wants you to have power? <laughs> Turn with me to the 13th verse of the first chapter of Job. It said, There was a day when the sons and his daughters were eating and drinking wine in the eldest brother's house. There came a message unto Job and said, the oxen were plowing, the asses feeding beside them, and the Sabians fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped to tell you. Now I want you to listen. Boy, I got it the other day, just like this. But instead of acting like I used to act, I went out laughing telling the devil you're the loser and while he was yet speaking there came also and said the fire God has fallen from heaven and hath burned up the sheep and the servants and consumed them and I'm the only one left to tell you this nice story and while he was yet speaking 
there came another, said the Chaldeans made out three bands and fell upon the camels, and they carried them away, yea, and slain the servants. With the, and I'm the only one left with this good news. And while he was still telling the story, the other guy standing there stomping his feet, hollering, it's my turn. There came also another and said, The sons of thy daughters were eating and drinking wine with their eldest brother's house. And behold, there came a great wind from the wilderness and smote the four corners of the house. It fell upon the young men, and they're all dead. And I'm the only one left to tell you this good news. And Job arose and ran his mantle, shaved his head, and fell down upon the ground and cried out, Why, God, why are you picking on me? Why are you always after me? <laughs> Anybody reading your Bible? Did I read it right? No, I didn't. Thank you, Sister Dill. I didn't read it right. He didn't get down in bellyache and say, Why me, God? How's come you're doing this to me? How's come you're picking on me? Hello. He worshiped God. There's a young lady come to this church and she told another lady a few days ago, she said, if you do what the pastor tells you, it works. Do you know what she's trying to tell the other lady? The pastor told her, if you'll praise God for every bad thing that happens to you, you'll just start praising God for it. No, sir, I am not. I'm going to get on the telephone and tell somebody. I'm going to get on that telephone and gripe about it. <laughs> Man, after all, somebody's going to feel sorry for me. You know that feeling sorry really gets you happy, don't it? Gets all your problems solved too, don't it? But Job said, I'm just going to worship. You know, I don't care whether you like it, like the way I teach, preach, or anything else. I've done learned the secret. I'm just going to worship God and praise God because this is outside of my control anyhow. And so I'm going to praise and magnify the one that can take care of this situation. I'm going to worship him. I'm going to praise him. For if I worship him and praise him, uh, he's going to take care of me. Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, you need to, you know, I told somebody to do something and they didn't do it. I already know they didn't do it. You say, how do you know they didn't do it, brother? Because of the way they're acting. I told them to take some papers they got from court and put them on the altar and start weeping and crying and fasting and praying over them and showing them to God. 
Well, Brother Elder, I thought you could do something. That's the problem right there. You think Brother Elder is wealthy and has unlimited pockets. Please don't tell my wife that because it'll make her go home and cry. She spends much time praying like you do that God supplies every need. Praise God. Hallelujah. We got bills too, only ours is probably a little bigger than yours. I remember when I used to drive these older cars. Wasn't it terrible? Well, not as bad as some of these newer ones. So. These newer ones, whether you want to or not, you pay $500 a month. And some of you think it's terrible if you have to pay $500 every six or eight months. <laughs> yeah, if you can get a new car for less than $500 a month, I don't know, you probably can. You're going to get a Volkswagen or something like that. I don't know what it's going to be. But I ain't bought a Volkswagen lately. Uh, I'm about the cheapest car out there anymore is $20,000. $18,000, Well, By the time they stack all that interest on there and every five years you're still at four or five hundred dollars a month. So. Praise God. <clears throat> I don't buy one of those, Brother Elder. Well, you're smart. But I used to buy what you're driving. And God blessed me because I could repair it. I knew how to fix it. Praise God. I've changed lots of water pumps and lots of I've even pulled heads off and rebuilt valves and push rods and, and uh, I'm not sure I could do that anymore because they've got these things so sophisticated brother Jerry was showing me on a motor he just recently pulled out and he thought it was like an old engine and when he pulled the push rods out he throwed them over there and come to find out every one of them's a different length <laughs> yeah, Brother Grubbs caught that real quick. Which means they go in a certain slot. And if they're not in that slot, they're opening that valve too much or not enough or breaking a spring or doing all kind of things you don't want to happen. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so... Uh, what I'm saying to you is, is God has given every one of us what we have need of. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? He knows that Sister Promise would have a terrible time paying $500 a month for a car. Praise God. But if she keeps living for God, she'll probably be able to do that one of these days. Oh, yeah, I remember when some of you couldn't do it, but now God has got you driving a nice car. Hello, praise God. Don't you dare go out and do it if you can't do it because you're going to lose it. And then you won't be able to drive nothing but junk. 
for the next 10 years. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. See, God does things for us as we can live. Isn't that wonderful that He doesn't put more on us than what we can handle? Hello? What are you talking about, Brother Ella? I'm talking about your victory's already in order if you know how to receive it. I promise you that Job doesn't see no victory right now, but he knows how to get the victory. How's that? Because he's worshiping. He's worshiping. There's a lot of times as things has happened to your pastor. I didn't know how to get out of this, but you can ask Sister Elder. I just tell her, I'm just going to go to church and praise God. I'm just going to go worship the Lord because I found out something that I can worship my way out of this. I've already got the victory sealed, but I have to go through this to see the power of God through the operation of my faith in my God. And some folks say, where's God at? That's tempting God. That's not faith at all. Bible said that God was not well pleased with them in the wilderness because they tempted God. All he ever did in my God, I was going to preach tonight on there's honey on the ground. I'm not ready to preach it. The preacher don't get here, I'll preach it Sunday probably. I'm telling you something that blows my mind. I haven't got into it yet. I'm just searching it out. But it said that rock followed them. <laughs> Two million people and all their camels and asses and everything else marching across the wilderness and this big old rock rolling along behind them, following them. You, oh my God! If I was preaching on, if I was preaching on holiness tonight, <laughs> for we're a weird bunch of people. We're peculiar. The world looks at us and says, "My, my, look at that! What do you suppose happening now?" Yeah, amen. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Hey, I'm a child of the King. He loves me because he washed me in his blood. He filled me with his spirit. He didn't put me in this church to drop dead or to punish me or to torment me. He put me in this church to test me and give me something whereby I may grow in Christ Jesus. so I'm going to worship him. Worship him. Unchallenged faith adds nothing to faith. I've got a evergreen bush in front of my porch that's driving me a little bit wacky my wife wants me to cut it down I don't want to cut it down because 
It hides a lot of things. One night I got so upset I ran out on the porch in my shorts before I realized I better get back in the house. And I was sure glad for that bush. <clears throat> Praise God. And uh, <clears throat> last fall there was lots of little green worms that had like spider webs that come down and then they go back up and eat on them and right now it looks like it has about 200 cocoons on it hanging on it right now and I noticed that this all starts out from a caterpillar or a butterfly laying eggs <clears throat> And it moves from an egg to a larva, which is those little worms. And this larva goes through so many different types of life as it grows and goes through several different stages. They say this is what make it pick up its coloration and figures of its coloration and this is called a metamorphosis a time of changing different stages a time of plenty of activity and gain of fruitfulness praise God A lot of times when we come into church, everything seems wonderful for quite a while. Sister Rebecca, she's she got clobbered right off the bat, but she's doing good. Praise God. Amen. I'm preaching to you tonight, Sister Rebecca. Praise God. Of course, I'm preaching everything else in this house, too. Hallelujah. And <clears throat> there are all kinds of things that we go through. I'm watching my grandbaby. It's wonderful to have a grandbaby at home. Uh, I had Collie, but it's been so long ago I forgot. That was 16 years ago. Um, but... <clears throat> It's wonderful to watch Antonia discover noise. She found out today that she could slap her mother's sandwich paper and it made noise. <laughs> Praise God. And her mother was telling me that she's found out she can slap her bath water and splash water upon her mother and grin thinks that's funny. <laughs> Praise God. You don't put that stick up, I'm going to take it away from you. Praise God. Hallelujah. And uh, 
and I've watched her in the last few weeks notice her hands praise God praise God praise God hallelujah what are you talking about she's going through stages she's learning about herself praise God God has got us in this church he's not beating you up and making you broke and everything else he's taking you through stages so that you can learn about yourself and you know what's bad about that is you want to blame somebody else rather than learn you don't want to learn it for yourself you want to blame somebody else I believe that God has put some of you older ladies close to some of these younger ladies in this church. Not to criticize them, but to train them in the ways of righteousness and truth. And help them through their hard times. Praise God. It's easy to criticize something. Praise God. I got no truck at home. It's easy to sit there and gripe about the guy that sold that to me. He knew that paint was going to fall off. I can sit there and say, I'm so mad about that. I can talk about that paint falling off that truck for the next 10 years if I want to. But I don't intend to. I intend to spray a new job on it and sell it. Hello. Praise God. Praise God. Because God gave me the ability. Amen. Come on. We can gripe about something or we can learn how to rise above it and overcome it. Woo! Come on. I'm not going to gripe about it. I'm going to overcome it. I mean, Job has got a real problem on his hand. One moment he's a wealthy, rich man. The next moment he don't have nothing but the property. And you know what's bad about owning property without nothing? You still have to pay taxes on it. And if it ain't worth nothing, and you owe taxes on it, You'd be better off turn a bunch of goats loose on it. At least keep it mowed. What are you laughing about? You can get goat's milk and that's worth some money. Amen. And you can take goat's milk and make the best yogurt you ever seen. And that's worth money. And you can eat goat whether you know it or not. And it's not really all that bad because Sister Dean taught me that. She taught me how to eat goat a long time ago. Haven't ate much since, but it, I found out you can eat it and live. And I don't know that it tastes all that bad. I've ate a lot of stuff that tastes worse. Praise God. Praise God. What are you saying, brother? Come on. Anybody catching on to what I'm trying to tell you tonight? Ye, ye. <laughs> Some of you have been sitting in the toilet for the last two weeks. 
it's time you open up the door and find out the sun's a shining. There's times, brother, everything's going to happen. I, I don't know why it is, but there's times the car quits running. And the same day the car quits running, the lawnmower does too. And the same day the lawnmower quits running, the wash machine does too. <laughs> Hello. What are you saying? I mean, this one guy is standing in line. He can't hardly wait to tell me his good news. He, he wished the other guy shut up so he could tell me. Hello. If you start paying attention to me, you're going to climb out of that thing. Job's victory was already ready it was already prepared and I'm hearing a lot of this well sister so and so said so and so about me well she I didn't say that brother elder I've been running around well he's uh, well he, uh, he was uh, you know old Job spent I don't know how many days my god some of them for days just sit there and accused him of everything he wasn't guilty of. And you know who they was? His friends. Aren't friends wonderful? Whew. Yeah, it was his friends. Oh, that's my friend, Brother Elder. I said, <laughs> You know, I told a lady in this church tonight, right in front of my wife and daughter, and I don't care if it hair lips every one of you. I don't get close to nobody in this church. Because, number one, I'm the pastor. I'm not your buddy. Do I love you? Certainly. Do I care about? Yeah. What kind of a shepherd wouldn't care about the sheep? But the shepherd doesn't breed with the sheep. Doesn't graze with the sheep. Hello. Hallelujah. I love you. I don't care what you do for me. I ain't going to preach it like you want me to. I don't even preach it the way my wife wants me to. You ain't never had fun till you've drove all the way home to the parsonage with your wife. And she's real quiet. Because of something you preached. And I don't say, what's wrong with you? Because I already know. I'm not trying to light this fire and cause it to burn real bright. 
I just come back to church and say, God, I don't know what I preached that upset her, but please help her with it. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, some of you guys think you want to be preachers. <laughs> Hallelujah. My God, you're just trying to learn to live with her right now, let alone all the other stuff you can get involved with. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, what, what am I doing? I'm trying. I'm trying to get somewheres with you tonight. God don't hate you. God's not picking on you. He's got you learning. You know that old worm? It don't care. It just keeps right on climbing up that web, and it, it don't care if it's your tree, my tree, or what. It just eats it. Don't care. Praise God. Job had seven seven sons, and had three daughters, and seven thousand sheep, and three thousand camels, one thousand cows. Boy, I'd be happy with that. <coughs> Five hundred female donkeys and many, many servants, and he had acquired quite a bit of land. Praise God. And now all he has is land. Servants are gone. Donkeys are gone. Camels are gone. Camels are worth money over there. Probably more than cows. Uh, I'm telling you, his wife was used to being known in the community as married to a wealthy man. Praise God. There's a lot of difference between a woman married to a wealthy man and one married to a poor man. man a, a man that's poor, his wife will shop at Goodwill. Or, you know, I'm, you know, I'm finding out Walmart's not the best deal in town. It's shocky, but sometimes you can go into Dillard's and beat Walmart all pieces. Praise God. But but I don't never shop out there. What's their name? Pulaski's or I went in there one time to buy my wife a dress. I said, man, I'd have to sell. looking better it's just going to be something nice something new you know oh yeah <laughs> there's a great difference between a woman that's married to a wealthy man and uh, one that's not how do I know because I've worked around a lot of wealthy wives they don't even talk about going to Walmart Praise God. Hallelujah. They probably shop online more than anywhere. So, praise God. Because they can get this out of California. And they can get this out of Denver. And they can get this out of New York City. Praise God. And they don't have to go shopping downtown Hutchison, period. Amen. 
and we get excited when we walk into Dillard's, <clears throat> you know, and find a good deal. Hallelujah. What are you saying, brother? She was a wealthy woman. And all of a sudden, she don't have nothing but him. And look at him. All of those sores on him. And all of my rich friends has got to look at that. She was thinking about her next, next rich husband. She was saying, why don't you just curse God and die so I can change this situation. Yeah, he really messed her up, though. He just stayed faithful to God. And boy, she had a real problem because she had 14 more sons. and six more daughters. She had not got started. She just thought she had. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> Woo. Hello. I know she's wishing he'd have died now, so. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. There never was a problem here. It just looked like a problem. God was showing Job. Hey, I thought you was perfect and an upright man. I let the devil check you out. Because you said, don't you say nothing's going to get me out of this church. Do you want that kind of battle? I heard that last week. I said, oh, no. Hello? Don't be foolish and make those kind of statements. The devil said, oh, you don't think so, huh? Well, just let God let me get to you. We'll see. Hello? But Job, see, he had it. He had the goods. So he already had the victory. You know, whether I like those cocoons are hanging all over that bush or not, in a few more weeks it's going to turn warm. And some spring morning I wake up and go out there to get those cocoons and get rid of them. It's not going to do me a bit of good. You know why? They're all empty. And that butterfly or that caterpillar's done flew away. Yeah. Right now, it's a long, cold winter. <laughs> but the day's coming when you're going to come out beautiful and fly away. The victory's already sealed. I said the victory's already sealed in the Holy Ghost. 
I said the victory's already sealed. It might be a long cold winter right now. But ooh, there's something beautiful. I love spring. I'm an old man, but I love spring. I never could get my schoolwork done in the spring. All I could do is sit in that school and think, I ought to be down there on the other side of Otter Creek. I know that one little creek that goes up off that, that one little stream that goes up off of Otter Creek. And the last time I was down there, man, I seen the biggest black, big mouth bass hiding up under that bank. And I need to go down and get that bass. I couldn't get my schoolwork done, man. Whew. All I could think about was that green grass in the field. Them clear streams and beautiful wildflowers and smell of freshness. I'm an old man and I still love spring, man. I still love spring. Ooh, this long winter's over. I wonder, is anybody in here got enough faith in God to know your winter's over? But brother, hell, it's still going on. Yeah, but it's over. Just any day now, it's going to open up where you can get out of here and fly. Well, how do you get that? Well, I don't know. All I know is my Bible said that Job got down and worshipped God. He just worshipped. Worshipped. Some of you ladies ought to know that all of that stomping and carrying on about those bills. <laughs> you ever seen it pay a bill? I never did see it pay a bill. I mean, you can just knock stuff around on the table and stomp and yell, and I still ain't seen it pay a bill. You know, you can do that or you can get down and you can worship. <laughs> worship. It is. The victory is already mine. It is. You know, I know no mother in here has never, ever felt like knocking a kid's lights out. <laughs> Brother Mike, have you ever heard that saying, I brought you in this world, I'll take you out. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, I've been around. Oh yeah, I've been there. Mm -hmm. You know, when that kid's got you like that, you know what you need to do? You need to get down and worship. Worship. God's teaching you. <laughs> I, I look at you precious little youngins in here, like my daughters and Sister Linnea and, and Sister Promise and some of the rest of about that age around here and, and raising your little children. I look at you and I think, oh, 
Oh, isn't it nice? Oh. Somebody says, well, Brother Elder, when you get a hold of them, they don't act like that. Hmm. I wonder why. I mean, after raising hundreds of young people, yeah. and babies are sitting on my knees, and five children, I wonder why they act different when I get a hold of them. because of the learning process of learning to observe children my my wife and I we read Toby we can tell you what that dog's thinking I mean both of us is busting around the bedroom I'm shaving, combing my hair. She's putting on her good clothes. And I'm putting on my good trousers and shoes. And you look over at that dog laying on the bed. And his ears are hung way down. And he's got those hollow eyes. Oh, no. They're going to leave me again. You know, he's sitting up on his little haunches and he's looking at me and those little black eyes are just shining, man. And he's just got that fix on me. And all of a sudden, his little ears go up. You know? <laughs> I said, baby doll, what? He wants to go with us. He's begging to go. You know, if you can read a dog like that, what can you do with children? That's good. Yeah, you watch Brother Jack. He he's not raising his grandboys like he did Brother Nathan, is he, Brother Nathan? <laughs> I won't ask you to testify no more. Praise God. <laughs> Sister Luann ain't raising her grandchildren like she raised Renee either. <laughs> but you learn how to just speak to children. My wife thought I was overly mean when I showed some children in the church my paddle on my desk. I haven't got across to my wife the acts of psychology yet. <laughs> I would rather them than have to use it. So when I speak the word, I'm not sure that I've ever paddled one of my grandchildren. But I'll promise you one thing. They're scared to death, I will. Praise God. I've heard Mitchell, and he's never got a spanking by his grandpa. I've heard Mitchell tell Jeff, it ain't going to be funny if he gives us a spanking. Correcting by 
the word rather than actions. But young people, they get frustrated. I'm Tarzan. Watch this. <laughs> I brought you in this world, kid. I'll take you out. Hello. And there's nothing wrong with spanking. Uh, there's some kids got such a bad, stubborn will that you just have to knock it loose. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But when you get my age, you deal with children and you deal with people different than I did when I was 27. When I was 27, Brother Jake, that was the best, best years of my pastorate because then I knew how to do everything. Praise <laughs> God. Oh! What do you think God's doing with you? What do you think God's doing with me? He's sending us training. I'm not ready for basic training no more. I couldn't get this under six inches of bob wire if I tried. I'd be ripping all kind of stuff up trying to get under that bob wire. Yeah, that'd be worse, getting them bullets in the top of that bump trying to get it under the bob wire. <laughs> oh, yeah, you laughing, but that, that, that's what we did. Yeah. yeah, Brother Tracy, I looked a whole lot like you. And I could skinny under six inches of bob wire with machine gun bullets bouncing all around me. And pits blowing up beside me. It even helped you to crawl a little faster. You know, I don't want to go through that no more. I've done been there. Hello. We're talking about, Brother Elder, God training you. How many of you want God to teach you? How many of you want God to take you through this training? How many of you, when you go through this testing and trials and things, want to catch on to what God is doing with your life, huh? And this, you have victory with it before, before you see victory. There was a day that come when God spoke to Belahaz and Elihu, or I can't remember them guys' name. I'd have to look them all up again. All of Job's friends and said, I'm mad at you. Yeah, that's good. You get down to Job and you take some bullocks with you for sacrifices and you have Job to pray for him because when you spoke to him, you said it was me talking to you and he said, I ain't even spoke to you. And they had to get Job to pray for him. But you know what? Oh boy, I wish I had everything come to church here now. Job had to pray for him and forgive him 
before he got the blessing of twice as much as he had before. Hello. Hello. Some of you would rather hold a grudge. I might have to forgive him, but I ain't forgetting. You just might as well not forgive either. And God's not going to bless you because that's not forgiveness. That's a grudge. You're not learning nothing. You're not learning the process God's taking you through. You're just learning how to be a good old carnal. Let everybody around me know how bad I am. Hello, hello, hello. I'm ringing your number, but I don't hear nothing on the other end. God ain't interested on how bad you are. God's interested in you learning. He says, look at this bad dude. He didn't learn nothing. I'm going to have to send this same test to him again. Uh, Sister Anna, if you fail your test in college, they give you a good grade and ship you on and give you your degree anyhow, huh? Huh? <laughs> didn't think so. I've seen her come home and say, oh my God, I got to You can't even find Sister Anna. I don't know where she goes. Her phone don't answer. You know? I know when you can't find Sister Anna what's going on, Bubba. She's got a test coming on. <laughs> Hello. Wouldn't it be good if somehow or another in all this stuff you couldn't find us? We'd be somewheres in the presence of the Lord worshiping God, making up our mind. We was going to pass this test. We wasn't going through this again. Huh? Hallelujah. What are you saying, Brother Elder? Winter's over. Come on, Sister Elder, somebody. Praise God. Winter's over. I'm coming out of this thing. I I'm going to fly. Oh, yeah, before it's over with, Job has, Job has 14 sons, six daughters, twice as many servants, well, you think Job's wife ain't busy now? Yeah. Hmm. You know, all those kids, and would you like to have all those servants? Ooh, making sure. My God, fourteen sons and six daughters. What kind of house would you live in? You better have servants. Hallelujah. I got to thinking about somebody the other day. I said, whoo-wee. They're having them youngins close together. It's 
Somebody says they all grow up together. Mm -hmm, that's right. Only thing is, they don't all grow up together. You all grow up together. <laughs> I had three of them in the house, and then I got two more in the house. And back in those days, Sister Dean, we did live in a big house. Thank God. I finally figured out, Brother Grubbs, how to make that old room upstairs a bedroom. Not because I, I wanted to. And then after I got it all fixed up, I thought, I wonder why I didn't do this a long time ago. <laughs> Praise God. Five bedrooms in that house. Hallelujah. Praise God. Woo. What are you talking about, Brother Elder? Are you ready for the blessing? With it. You see, if you can't take this, if you can't take what you're going through now, how can you handle what God wants to send you? Job didn't only prove that he could take his sons and daughters before the Lord God, but he proved he could go through the winter. And he proved in the winter he wasn't dying, but he was turning into something beautiful that could fly. His victory was already sealed. The Bible said that the people in the city came back to him, repented to him, brought him back into their favor. He was more in the gates of that city when he went to meet God than he was before he went in to that long winter. Some of you are in some terrible financial stresses. And some of you not so much necessarily brought it on yourself. And some of you did. Praise God. I can't think of anything, and there's at least three couples in this church. I can't think of anything that can get a young couple in trouble like a hospital. Boy, a hospital can annihilate you. Praise God. Well, I don't care. God's got a summer. And you're going to learn through things. You know, most of these young women around here, they're too pretty to wear coats. That happens to almost all young women. They're too pretty to wear coats. But they're not too pretty to get pneumonia. Mm. 
And of course, a man's not too pretty to wear a coat. He's too tough. Yeah, that's good. Oh, man. <laughs> I've been out there 15 below zero, but oh. I have two, but I put some clothes on. <laughs> I had a preacher tell me today, Brother Elder, don't say nothing you don't want to happen to you. And I said, well, I'm trying not to. He said, I've been telling everybody how long it's been since I've been in the hospital. I said, yeah. He said, I just got out with pneumonia. preaching to you tonight you know I'm preaching to you tonight get your coats and your hats on summer's coming you can oh God help me I told a woman working at the pick with the I said oh my God she said what's wrong I said it's supposed to get up to 50 degrees tomorrow she said well what's wrong with that I said they'll be coming out in their bikinis Hello. How many of you are in God's learning center? Huh? How many of you? Oh, some of you look like you have resented what I said tonight. I promise you, you look like you wished I hadn't said it. If you resent learning, you got a horrible life in front of you. But if you can praise God and worship God and thank God for the process that God is teaching you. Hallelujah. And you can say thank you Jesus. I said, and you can say, thank you, Jesus. And you can say, thank you, Jesus. And I mean it with all your heart. Not just putting it on because somebody said, say, thank you, Jesus. No, you're saying, thank you, Jesus. And it's coming out of your bosom. And, it, and you feel it when you say it. And, and you're giving God praise. I answered the telephone today and I heard a saying on the other end of that telephone, pray on before they even answered the phone. Hallelujah. Woo! Come on, Jesus. I don't know if God wants me preaching anytime soon or not. There's honey on the ground. Why are you making it bad? Get your eyes off of flesh. What you come to this church for? So other people be nice to you? Or did you come to this church to learn how to worship God and to please God and to have God be the power of your life?
got to have him ruling my life. Because you know victory's already there. And praise him and worship him for what you wanted to tell the pastor that you don't know how you're going to make it. Oh, he has never. Can you come up here and praise God and worship him because you know? The victory's already done. He has met, and I cannot fail the Lord. Oh, come on. Can you praise God for a job in the morning? I cannot. Can you praise God?
worship you, God. I, I thank you, Jesus. I glorify you. Hallelujah. 
Savior as my own and all. 